velvety ice crunched beneath his feet. It was a long walk to Back Bay. He'd exited the subway several stops too early, thanks to the fetching looks of Little Miss Excuse Me. It was just as well he'd lost her. He had to remain focused. He had an entirely different job to do tonight. Her name was Peyton Shields. Peyton would be asleep by now, he knew, assuming the time on the flashing bank marquee was correct. Just to be sure, he killed a good hour walking her neighborhood, up Calm Ave, down Newbury, and finally cutting over on Clarendon to Magnolia. It was her jogging route, and on countless warmer nights he'd watched her blaze down the sidewalks in her flimsy shorts and matching tank top that hugged the glorious shape of her body. They had never said hello, never even made eye contact, but he had passed her many times without her knowing it. She had always been in another world, caught up with the music from the iPod fastened to her belt. Rudy loved the iPod. A set of headphones could rob anyone of her usual alertness. Find a woman with headphones, and you could follow her anywhere, practically crawl inside her panties before she even noticed you. The cold night air stung his cheeks as he neared her apartment. Short, hot breaths steamed from his mouth. He stopped beneath the bare magnolia tree across the street, his eyes locking onto her front door. He knew her husband was out of town tonight. Rudy had followed him to the airport. That meant Peyton was inside alone. Just her and him. Rudy crossed the street, careful not to stand in any one place too long and draw attention to himself. He walked neither fast nor slow. The street was deserted, but he knew better than to sneak around like a prowler. You never knew when someone was watching. He knew that better than anyone. His heart pounded as he reached her front steps. He felt some fear, but mostly excitement. A little fear was healthy, It helped prevent mistakes. He climbed one step at a time, the right foot, then the left. Every muscle in his body suddenly seemed in sync, the voluntary and the involuntary. The landing of each footstep seemed to match the beating of his heart. He had played this scene over in his mind at least a hundred times. He had studied his surveillance photographs of the front steps and porch, He had memorized the lighting conditions, both with the porch light on and the porch light off. Tonight, she had left it off. The steps were lighted only by the glow of a street lamp forty feet away. Forty-one, to be exact. Gloves on, he reached inside his pocket for the house key. It had been easy enough to get it. Peyton's husband valeted his car at the same restaurant every Thursday, and was stupid enough to hand over his whole set of keys. Rudy had taken a job there just long enough to trace the key to their front door. His hand shook only slightly. This was a huge step, but he was ready. He grasped the key firmly and aimed it at the lock. Gently, he touched the key to the metal and circled the opening, as if teasing before entering. With a steady hand, he guided the tip to the opening and let it fall into the hole just the slightest bit. 
barely inside, and held it there for several seconds. He felt a sudden urge to ram it home, but didn't. He drew a deep breath and inserted it slowly, one click of the lock's tumblers at a time. The adrenaline flowed as the fit grew tighter. A perfect union, so gratifying, so metaphorical. His eyes closed as it slid past the halfway point, deeper and deeper with each passing second. When the tips of his gloved fingers touched the metal casing of the lock, he knew he was in. All the way in. Never in his life had he felt so connected to another human being, just knowing she was on the other side. The sensation was almost unbelievable. So he touched himself to make sure and nearly groaned with delight.